Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our friend Greg Amzinger of the Lindenwood University, a native of St. Louis, noted Cardinal fan, although he doesn't always admit it, on his national TV platform on MLB Network. Uh, Greg is with us now. He and his crew, Greg, you were spectacular at the World Baseball Classic. I know how much fun you had because I was watching. And congratulations to you and your entire crew with MLB Network on your coverage of the Classic. Oh, I could not have gone any better, Randy. Thank you so much for saying that. And just hearing you guys chat, uh, it's it's it was fun. My 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 voice is spent. I gotta be honest. Doing the pregame, then then we would go watch, right? And, and there were fans everywhere. So so you're talking the entire time you're watching, and then you're doing a two hour post game show. So if you add up how much I'm talking, it, it, it's like seven and a half straight hours of talking. And my wife says I have a nice voice. I'm sick of my voice by now. I, I it is grating. I, I, it is awful to hear myself speak. It's just not hey, good. You got to tell us about Sunday night when your IFBs weren't working. Oh yes, yes. So there's a lot. There's so many great stories from this World Baseball Classic. Obviously, it ended with the dream of Otani versus Trout. But on uh, I forget what day it was. Yes, Sunday, the IFBs went out. So I did an entire post-game show where I could not hear Pedro Martinez speak. And if we had a guest, because the crowds were so loud, I couldn't hear what the person that was standing between Harold and Pedro was saying. <laughs> so if you go back and watch it, I, I if they laughed, because so I guess the person said something funny, I laughed without knowing what they were laughing about. <laughs> I completely acted the entire two hours. It was the most, I, I, I'm a terrible lip reader, but Harold Reynolds has never caught on to that in 15 years working together. So during live shows, he'll try to lip words to me. And I just shake my head at him. Like, it doesn't work, man. It's <laughs> This was, I wish I would have trained with Harold in the art of lip reading because I, I was on an island by myself <laughs> and I couldn't hear anybody. It was unreal. The worst feeling ever. Well, Greg, they also came out with the numbers for that WBC final. It averaged 4.5 million viewers. How huge of the, is this for the game of baseball? It is, to me, paramount. Um, you know, we get lost in our little American bubble in terms of how much of a reach Major League Baseball has. We like to compare it to other sports in our American bubble. But when you go outside of the bubble, you see that this sport plays. This sport does have many, many millions of fans. And for the country of Japan to have more people watch their their pool championship game. We're not, we're not even getting the ratings yet in terms of like how many people were watching 
like legit down to the, the actual number. How many people are watching Team USA against Japan? Um, they're still trying to get it factual. But we know that in that pool championship game, more people in Japan watched it than people in America watched the Super Bowl. And that's just in Japan. So I think Major League Baseball has as a gold mine here. Um, we haven't even implemented the new rules, mm-hmm. and we felt that. I mean, the, the one thing we have to keep in mind, the, Ota- the Otani Trout game, Team USA versus Japan, that's the last long, old-school baseball game you're going to see because when this event does come back in 2026, it's going to be with a pitch clock. It just is. And we're going to see games move again. That was the hard part, was watching pitchers take as long as they wanted, uh, watching batters take step out three times. The old rules, we're, we're not even at opening day yet, and we're already done with the old rules of baseball. We want this thing to move. That said, I mean, you couldn't write a better ending to it, and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I, I actually, and i got to send Randy the video of this, I wrote, produced, and directed the open to our pregame show before the championship game, right? Mm-hmm. And I was able to coax the very surly Ken Griffey Jr., who doesn't like doing anything. He was the hitting coach for Team USA. <laughs> to sit down in the dugout next to Pedro Martinez, and I and I fed them the lines, right? And I've got a video. Harold recorded me feeding lines to Ken Griffey Jr., who's razzing me while I try to do this. <laughs> and the open ended up being epic, essentially saying, you know, in 97, Ken Griffey Jr. was an MVP. In 97, Pedro was his first Cy Young. It was Ken Griffey Jr.'s first 50 homer season, Pedro's first sub-2 ERA. And now tonight, these two guys who were the best in the world at one time, they finally get to watch the best in the world collide tonight. And then it actually happened, which was an epic moment in baseball history. Greg, how important was that? I mean, we we don't get to see enough of the Angels. They they aren't a good franchise. They aren't a good organization. To have the two best players in the world, bottom of the ninth inning, 3-2 count, and you have the best pitcher slash hitter versus one of the most talented players in Mike Trout. How important is that for the game of baseball? How important is it? How about this? When I ended the pregame show right before the first pitch of the game, my last statement was, all of you parents in America watching this broadcast right now, do not allow your children to go to bed tonight until the final out of this game. I go, I'm not kidding. Because if you think it's okay for your children to wake up in the morning and watch a TikTok of Otani facing Mike Trout, (laughs) shame on you. I don't care if it's a school night. If you do not allow your children to watch the two best players on the planet face each other, even though it's not set in stone that they will, but the possibility that it could, if you send them to bed tonight, I said this on TV. That's bad parenting. That is bad parenting. And I am glad I said it because it was important for the game. We want to get younger. We want kids to actually love Major League Baseball. That right there was as good as it gets. And I don't need Chris Russo talking about, ah, he didn't touch the ball. That was a moronic thing for him to say. He's not a true fan of baseball like the rest of us. That was a giant in the game against another giant in the game. They never get to face each other because they're on the same team for that to happen and to see the dominance of Otani and then to see his reaction. And then after the show, he told me it was the greatest day of his life. That was the greatest Mm. moment of his life. He didn't check with Chris Russo to see if he should say that. But to (laughs) Otani, it is the greatest moment of his life. 
Russo's play a lot more Major League Baseball games than Otani. <laughs> so he does have a lot of credibility here. And I'm sure I'm sure Russo would have hit a bomb off Otani in that moment. <laughs> he was bored. But I I was in love with that moment, and I will be for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Hey, Greg, we got a text here. Uh, from somebody in the 314. They used it in an earlier segment. It said, I'm sick of Goldie and Arenado not performing when the stakes are the highest. I hope their performances in the WBC final aren't foreshadowing of their performance in the MLB postseason. A uh, two-parter here. Number one, would the Cardinals have, or would the, would the U.S. team have been in the finals without those two? And second, does baseball think they're any good, Goldschmidt and Arenado? Um, look, this sounds like you're trying to bait me to bash a fan, which I love doing, by the way. Like, sign me up any day to bash a self-righteous Cardinal fan. As I am a self-righteous Cardinal fan, I get to do that to myself as well. What I'll say is this. Mark DeRosa, the manager of Team USA, never changed the top four of his lineup. He shuffled everyone else. Mark DeRosa knows the game. Played for Team USA. Played a long time in Major League Baseball. He is a star on our network, and he really works his butt off to break these guys down accurately every single day. He didn't move Betts, Trout, Goldie, and Arenado. Those four are the best players in baseball in his eyes. He wished he had Aaron Judge, but in his eyes, and I trust him, those are the top five position players in the game. Otani, you couldn't get him. I get it. Totally get it. Amazing Dominican players, no doubt. Puerto Rico, they were stacked. Venezuela had great talent as well. But in terms of American players, the top four guys never moved throughout the entire tournament. Goldschmidt and Arenado are future Hall of Famers. If you're going to complain about Hall of Famers, then there's a show with a guy named Chris Russo. (laughs) Watch it. and And maybe you won't need Prozac in two weeks. Lighten up, enjoy the game, and enjoy the Hall of Famers on your own team. It's a good problem to have. Greg, the uh, Cardinals, most of the guys should be back here shortly, and and we think that they're going to have a pretty good team this season. If the Cardinals don't make a deep playoff run, it would be because of what? Uh, And Greg, Kerry thinks they're winning the World Series. Uh, You know what? i got to tell you – I'm starting to – I have always been apprehensive with the World Series thing. And uh, with the Edwin Diaz injury, they were, the Mets were my pick to go to the World Series and play the Tampa Bay Rays. Things have changed. I'm sorry, but Edwin Diaz is the most dominant closer in baseball right now. And now he's gone. So <laughs> that is a dramatic, uh, different-looking team. So I, 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 I believe I am open. I'm reopening my pick to go to the World Series. And people have been asking me if, if it's not the Mets anymore because of the Diaz injury, who's it going to be? And I, my bad knee is really leaning towards St. Louis. <laughs> my bad knee, every time I start thinking about the Cardinals, it starts to crunch when I walk up and down the steps. I don't know what it is, but I am feeling the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series. I am with you, Gary. I am not mm-hmm. kidding. It, the more I watch this team, the more I see the stability up and down it. I know people are looking at the, the radar gun of Adam Wainwright. They're going 84 miles an hour fastball. What is going on? Can we stop? 41 years old. He knows he's getting up there in age. He can still manipulate a baseball with that curve. He's going to be just fine. The depth in the outfield, the depth in the starting rotation now. Uh, you're sending guys that should be in the big leagues down to the minor leagues uh, because you've got so much talent. I, I To me, 
this is a team, and I know it didn't end well for Gallegos when he was on the mound, but I, I still like the pen. I like everything about this team. They are leaning. I'm going to make my announcement next week on your show. Uh, I'm still like crunching the numbers, but they're in my top three of who I'm picking to represent the National League in the World Series. And that will be on opening day. We're opening day one week from today. Okay, Greg, one more thing. Golf courses in Miami. Give me some on that. Uh-huh. I just played golf yesterday uh, with the Riviera Golf Club. Ooh, very bougie. Very bougie. Uh, I, was, uh, I was with Yonder Alonso, who's a terrific host. And, you know, I, what I've come to learn is I'm a very good guest. I am a really, really good guest. And I don't get a bill every month when I go to other guys. <laughs> so I need to work that a bit more. Um, when I go to St. Louis, Randy, can I be your guest? Will Big you, boy, is that okay? We will we'll play the best courses in town. We will <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll oh, make man. this happen. Oh, I'm blushing right now, Randy. Yes, the Riviera. <laughs> Riviera yesterday was top notch, ten out of ten. Did you did you like my Russo setup for you? You know, I knew he was going to get in the show. <laughs> I, I was a bit surprised that you weren't going to do his really weird, hey, to open the show. I kind of expected that to be the sound that I was going to hear when the segment started. Hey, you're the best. Love you. Congratulations again on the great work at uh, the, the Classic because it was so much fun. By the way, thank you. We, we had tickets. My son and I had tickets down in Arizona to watch the USA team against the Giants, and I want to publicly thank you for that because you're always so generous and you help us out. You're, you're a great guy, a great friend, and we do appreciate your time. Oh, man, I can't wait for you to host me at a golf course in St. Louis. This is going to be great. You hey, take care, buddy. Big boy, I'll take Bell care. Bell Reef, probably something <laughs> nice <laughs> like that. That could happen. Come on, Randy. Yeah, I know people. Uh, that is the great Greg Amzinger, um, 101 ESPN.